Well, our next special guest on Unplugged played 62 games for the Saints between 1996 and the end of 2001. There were some highlights across the way. He won a flag with North Melbourne's reserves in 95, the year before coming across, lit the place up during the Anzet Cup and then enjoyed some good football mixed with some injuries along the way. I speak of Jason Trionides and uh, Jason, or Trigger, I think as you were known in the playing days, thanks for jumping on with us. Thanks, boys. Now, looking at what you're up to these days, I know you were coaching a lot in in local football in Rumbalara and you played a bit in, in Shepparton down near your, your home base for a while. Um, can you tell yep. us a little bit about that and, and what you're up to this year? Yeah. Um, so once I left the Saints, I, I come back and played a couple of years in JVL League for Shep Swans. Um, coached out at Tally for a year. Um, had a few years off. Had another couple operations on some old footy injuries that had to get fixed, and um, and then ended up actually playing a few games with a few mates at Shepparton and East, and then been involved at uh, Rumbleara Footy Club for probably six or seven years um, in assistant role capacity, and then coaching a couple of years, um, and yeah, that probably this year just you know needed a break from footy and. Um, yeah, you know, started started hanging around the family a bit more, and 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 just doing what I wanted to do on a Saturday, which um which coaching didn't give me that chance to do. So going back to the start, yeah. What what was your junior career like? They, they, how was the juniors? Were you, I guess, seen by many growing up, or did you just go try out with? As you say, I was saying we got to North Melbourne first. Did you go and try yep. out there, and then get picked for the team, and then what was the transition? from the junior, your junior career to that? Yeah. Um, well, originally just a soccer player, mate, to be honest. I, you know, I played a bit of footy just with mates. Um, didn't ever really took it seriously. Um, grew up playing soccer. Uh, went overseas to play soccer in a, with a Victorian side when I was about 12 or 13. Um, and then just got sucked into playing footy with mates. They wanted me to come out and have a run. So I went out and played at Kangupna, which was a little league at... Um, five, ten minutes out of Shep. Um, ended up winning at best and fairest, I think, and, and goal kicking in my first year and then went into Shep and United, which is in the JVL League. Played in the thirds there. Um, that's probably when I started sort of getting into it a little bit more, I suppose. I still played soccer on, on the Sunday, so I played footy Saturday, played soccer on the Sunday. Um, um, and then, look, there was no bush rangers back then. You know, I was 18 and I think the Bushies just started. So um, just, yeah, played at United, played two years in the thirds, played a couple of years in the in the seniors there. Um, and uh, Neville Sibbard, who was a North Melbourne recruiter, um, gave my club a call. And back then it was the old sup list. So there was no rookie list back then. It was pretty much just a top-up um, player. If, you know, if, the, if the club had a few injuries, they'd ring some local boys and, and I'd go up there and, Happened to uh, play a couple of games at North. You know, they'd ring up on a Thursday. I'd drive up there on a Saturday, um, play down there, then come back home and play soccer on the Sunday. And then just, you know, done that for a year or so. I think I played 14 games, 13 or 14 games in the North Melbourne uh, reserve side one year. Um, and that was the year that we won the grand final. So I think after that grand final, you know, I've, I um I played a few good games and um, North asked me to come back and do a pre-season. Um, so moved up to Melbourne then. I, I always lived in Shep, even playing them 13 or 14 games. 
moved up to North and um, lived with a few North Melbourne boys, done a full pre-season there, and um, and then obviously got picked up by the Saints in the in the pre-season draft. As I understand it, you just got edged out by Peter Bell, was it, at North? And then what happened there with the Saints? Was it a phone call or was it just your name read out and you're like, well, here we go? It's pretty weird. Obviously, back then, yeah, it wasn't televised or anything like that, the the, the pre-season draft. But um, did a really good pre-season at North and, you know, got the old skin folds down pretty low. Dennis was pretty pretty hot on that sort of stuff. So had a really good pre-season and played a, a couple of really good practice games. Um, I think they were looking for another a little rover, so that they were, you know, they were a bit short on. I was probably more of a half forward flanker or a winger, um, and they ended up getting Bally over for a preseason, a couple of preseason games just before the draft. Um, and Dennis Pagan, who was obviously the senior coach back then, he um, he said, "Look, it's out to use two boys." Um, Bally was obviously played at Fremantle, I think, for a couple of years before that. He was on a list. Um, but Dennis sort of said, uh, you know, either way, he thought that I would be drafted by a footy club. Um, and honestly, I, it didn't really bother me where I was. So I just wanted to get on a list. Obviously, it would have been good to stay at North. Um, they, you know, they made the granny that year and, and won the granny. And I think another couple of years later, won another one. So, you know, I knew all the boys there. Um, was quite comfortable after doing a pre-season there. So, um, but yeah, I was actually... The, the day of the, the draft, I was sitting at home with the North. I was living in a house with three or four North Melbourne boys and um, just listening to the radio to see if anything would come up. And it was before Port Adelaide Power came into the AFL. So I had a – the first phone call was from a Port Adelaide um, um, member and he's sort of like, you know, if, if you don't get drafted, would you consider coming over to Port Adelaide and play for the Port Adelaide Magpies? with the chance of um, us signing you and getting the Port Power would be in the um, AFL the following year. So I think the AFL did the provisions that they could sign a couple of players up for the year before just to get um, the club going. So um, that was the first phone call I had. Uh, someone from Port Adelaide sort of asked, and if nothing went my way, would you consider coming over there? And I was all for that as well. Then about five minutes later, he rang me back again and he said, I don't know if you've heard, but um, St Kilda have drafted you. Um, <laughs> and then Johnny Berry gave me a call about a couple of minutes after that um, and wanted me to get on the get in the car or, or get on the train. I was only on the, I didn't have the car up there at that stage. So he said, we want you to come training the next day. And um, it was obviously just before the ANSAC Cup, I think um, a week before that, the draft was. Um, so I jumped on the train from um, North Melbourne, went over to Moorabbin, uh, got off the train at Moorabbin, walked down to Linton Street and walked into Moorabbin and um, started training. And and that first week got picked to play in the first Anzac Cup game. I think Jason Daniels pulled out with an injury. So it just happened like that. It was, um, I think, my first couple of games in the Anzac Cup, I was still living with the North Melbourne boys. So weird <laughs> um, little scenario how, you know, how it all happened. Yeah. So it was a fair introduction to um, the club, I guess, because, yeah, we go through and win the Ansett Cup and uh, Grand Final at Waverley, Waverley with 72,000 fans, I think it was. And yeah. The, just, yeah, the whole night that that was. And that how was the feeling like, with yourself and thinking, oh, I've, just, I've literally just stepped into this and this has happened? And how, how did yeah. you feel? 
with that and then leading into the season proper. Yeah, it was pretty surreal to be honest. You know, you know I was honestly just a country boy from Shep, you know, eating hot dogs and drinking cokes before games and all that sort of stuff. And um, you know, and still playing me soccer. You know, I remember playing the North Melbourne Grand Final and on the Saturday and and winning that, and then going back home Saturday night and having a few drinks with some mates, and then um, rocking up on the Sunday was our Grand Final for the soccer. So. Played in the grand final, then we'd lost that one. And then obviously a few months later, wound up in the Saints and playing the grand final there, which um, was pretty special. You know, obviously a lot of history there with not winning a grand final for a long time or even being in one. So, um, you know, I had mum and dad and all my mates were up there. And, you know, like I said, 70 or 80,000 there at Waverley for a pre-season, um, pre-season game was, was pretty special. Um, yeah, I re- remember the night really well. Um, back to Moorabbin, yeah, up to the old disco up there, and um, you know, just people everywhere, and all having a few drinks. And funny stories that you know, we got got home that night, and um, you know, obviously after a, a few drinks, and you know, had a good sleep, and woke up in the morning, and you know, put the put the tally on just to watch some Wild World of Sports, the old footy channel and footy show, and there, um. There's the team there, all the St Kilda boys, all my teammates are at the swimming pool. And uh, <laughs> I was just lying in bed and I've, I've turned home and I'm like, geez, I, I, I haven't gone to rehab here. What's going on here? My heart's just <laughs> dropped. I've been there for three or four weeks and I'm seeing Joey, um, Joey McLaren doing an interview, um, you know, for what sort of sports. And I'm thinking, geez, has this happened last week or have I missed it or what's going on? I've rang Stan Al. Al's is just like, oh, I about son it's just the start of your career mate um just make sure it doesn't happen again so <laughs> uh, funny one it was it's pretty surreal mate the whole thing was very surreal you know coming from like i said a country sort of footy club and and not really thinking about playing afl footy and then just bang getting straight into it you know playing straight away i think i played the first 12 or 13 games that year um and then obviously dropped off a little bit but yeah, unbelievable. You know, first year of footy, San Elves, you know, gave me a good chance and um, first, you know, senior coach and I couldn't have thanked him enough. Obviously, the, the soccer goal in the NZ Cup Grand Final from 25, 30 metres out, possibly more. Um, obviously, I, I imagine that's just instinct given your background. So you take us through that and then ironic that you made your AFL debut against North Melbourne in, in round one. Yeah, it was funny, like, um, yeah, the goal was... That was just instinct. Like I, like I said, soccer was all I did. That was I probably wanted to be part of Liverpool. You know, that would have been my dream as a young fella. Um, so, so things like that. You know, when the ball was there to be kicked off the ground, I'd usually have a crack. Um, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I'd, I'd definitely hear from it if it didn't work from the coaches. They <laughs> bent over and picked the ball up, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, very special. Um, you know, and and then obviously played my first game against North Melbourne, which is pretty ironic as well. You know, I reckon I played them over the years probably seven or eight times. Always had not bad games against them. Um, whether that was you know just the the thought of you know they didn't pick me up sort of thing, and I'll show them sort of stuff. But um, always enjoyed playing against them. That's for sure. Um, just had a look then. You yeah played four times. Never beat them, unfortunately. So. That was, beat him. that right? That, no, yeah. never beat him. So that was a unfortunate part of that. Um, maybe in the so, preseason, so I think you might have got him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the 
that season, as you're saying, going in, started off playing most of the games to begin the season and then just had a bit of a setback. How, how was the um, getting through that and working your way back into the team? You play the last game of the season after that, I think, and then yeah. into the pre-season for the next following season? Yeah. I think, look, I, I never really had a really – I think I might have had one or two really good pre-seasons where you know, I didn't have any operations at the end of the year. Um, so it was always hard for me, I suppose, you, you come from a little bit behind. You know, if you, you'll hear players talk about now, if you don't get a good pre-season, you're always behind the eight ball a little bit. Um, my ankle sort of didn't hold up for me too well. I've, I've had that fused. Um, it was probably been 20 years now. That's what that's probably what made me finish my footy career down there. Um, but yeah, I think injuries sort of, you know, I haven't got any regrets. I can't sort of say that injuries are regret, but. I think that's what held me back a fair bit. Um, the old ankle, you know, didn't really hold up. Um, but yeah, look, I couldn't um, couldn't have done it any other way. I'll, I'll take that, you know, the good with the bad, and and that's just how it was. Ninety seven. Um, obviously, you played the qualifying final back then when players were on the bench. It was almost the equivalent of being a sub like now, where you might spend a fair bit of time there. And you kicked the goal late um, yeah. as we steamrolled Brisbane to to win that game. Uh, I know a lot of people, I was only 12 at the time, but around the grand final felt that when St Kilda were looking to make a change, when Matthew Young went out, that uh, you had a bit of polish and a bit of class and would have been handy on grand final day. Obviously, they've gone with Robert and Neil. Can you tell us, was it a case that your body wasn't quite right or were you in the mix? Were, were you a chance to, to get the call up? Um, yeah, I, I remember that year. There was the end of the year was very disappointing, just for a personal point of view. Obviously, not not getting to play or have a chance to play in the grand final. Um, I remember playing that that game against Brisbane out at Waverley. Um, like I said, the the um, interchange was a little bit different back then, and you know you didn't get 80 percent game time like the boys do now. Um, I reckon I sat on the bench for the first three quarters. I reckon and come on in the last quarter. Um, had a few touches, as you said, and kicked a goal. Um, and there, then Maddie, Maddie, um, Maddie Young went down with a back. Um, you know, the, the next sort of couple of weeks, there was, I think, four or five of us boys that were, you know, in contention of playing. Um, now at training, we there was four, four or five that would have the different jumpers on that. Um, obviously, the coach was looking at, and we'd be doing one-on-one stuff, stuff, you know, competitive stuff. Um, Obviously, the coach trying to pick the right side. I honestly thought that I might have been a chance. Um, you know, just sort of maybe sneaking a, a goal on a grand final day or doing something a little bit out of the out of the ordinary to you know get the side up. But um, didn't happen. They picked Robbie Neal. Um, up till half time, I think everyone would have been pretty happy with with how we were going. Um, but I do remember that year. You know, Spider Everett was injured. Um, Laser Vidovic was injured. You know, Matty Young was out. There was, you know, as much as we had a really good year, we finished on top of the ladder. I think we really, we we got a lot of injuries in that last sort of couple of games that, that hurt us. Um, you know, Nicky Wimmer had uh, um, some personal stuff that happened that the week before the game. So it just didn't fall for us in the end. And then, you know, Jarman does what Jarman does. Um, so 98. Struggled a bit with the, I guess, injury again. Got yeah. in, got back, fell back out again. Finished the season off all right, which yep. led into '99. New coach, uh, new game plan, I guess. And it's, it's 
pretty well started the season off with a bit of a bang and 53 yeah. possessions in the first two games of the season. And yeah, the, un, under Timmy Watson, we started off quite well. Yeah. Um, 13 games, but then injury again. Um, yep. How 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 was it going before that that point? Because you felt like I guess you were solidified into the team at that point. You're really flying, and it, it was yeah. it was going along quite well. But then, as we know, the season dropped off. And yep. how how did we go from there? Sort of thing. Yeah, that um, I remember that year. Like Timmy Watson came. Um, I think the year before I might have won the reserves best and fairest. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think I played like eight or nine games in the reserves and I was an emergency for the senior side for a number of games. Just, just couldn't crack in there. Um, I had some surgery on the wrist. I had a scaphoid that I played with um, for the, for a whole year that was, that had a crack in it. So, um, but then Tim came and he had some confidence in me. I, you know, he just seen something in me and, and, put a bit of time in me and um, I had a really good pre-season. As I said, you know, you get fit and um, have a good pre-season, it can set you up. Um, and then it just went from there. Um, yeah, really good pre-season. Obviously, the first few games we were, we were rolling and um, I, can't, I think it might have been a Carlton game or a Hawthorne game. That I think, oh no, sorry, Collingwood game. We, we might have been 10 goals up or something like that at Waverley. Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah. Hawthorne, yeah. Hawthorne. Um and they come back and steamrolled us by a couple of goals in the end. Um, and that was our, that was the start of the end, you know, for our side. You know, we were flying at the start and and then just went downhill. Um, I can't quite remember when I, I had my – I'd done my knee as well. I had an ACL that I think I played the first 12 games of one year and got dropped to the reserves and, and done it in that first game of the reserves. Um, tried to play the game out. Um, didn't think it was too bad, to be honest. I got home and um, went and got some scans and the doctor said that you've got an ACL that needs to get um, repaired and, and all your lateral ligaments. And I was actually, when it happened, it, it did hurt, but after it, I didn't feel any pain after it. So once I got told that I had an ACL and lateral ligaments, I actually went out the back and started having a little jog around and, and playing some hoops and I thought, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, little did I know that there was and, yeah, um, Pretty much got that done and then started the rehab and, um, you know, the boys had a Mexico trip that I was planning on going to um, that off-season, so I didn't go to that. I just trained as much as I could and I think I got back in, in, in about seven months and started the, the next year playing some pre-season games. So, um, and I think that was probably one of my better years coming straight off my knee. Um, I think it was the first year we moved to Colonial, Telstra mm-hmm. Stone, mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, had you know, had a few good games to get going there, and started playing a bit of a different role down the back line, um, which I enjoyed. You know, a bit of running off, and um, I just always thought the forward line was it's always been a hard position to play. I think if you're not kicking goals or if you're not setting stuff up, yeah, back then anyway, you'd you know you'd be sitting on the bench. So um, tried to play a bit of a different role down the back line, and ended up moving you know into the midfield a little bit as well, which I think that's when I was getting a few touches that you were talking about um, and just the fitness, mate, you get the fitness up and you, and you can move a lot better and get to more contests and all that sort of stuff. So that was always something that I had to work on. You know, the skills, I, I probably had the skills, but the fitness part was something that I really had to work on every year. 
Yeah, your possessions in your first six games back from the knee, 19, 21, 25, 21, 20, 24, 18 in the first seven. So, as you say, settled yeah. into that role and it was going very nicely in a side that was was battling. Your last year was obviously a highly eventful year for St Kilda. Um, Malcolm Blight's appointed seemingly out of nowhere amidst all the great fanfare. You kicked the, the last yeah. goal of the game in his first game, which seals the victory against the Dogs at uh, Colonial. Then yep. he sacked Grant Thomas comes in and and then you uh obviously with all of the injuries and the like was it uh, I think you uh, called it a day about round twenty one ish or thereabouts. Yeah, it's funny. It was um I, I distinctly remember a game at Colonial Stadium back then. Um, it might have been against North Melbourne, which is pretty ironic. But I remember <laughs> going for a mark and. And just coming down on my ankle, which I've had, I'd had about four or five operations, and I could just, I felt something that wasn't right. Um, and then it just, it gave me grief for the rest of the year. I had to clean out halfway through that year, I think, um, and come back for maybe the last couple of games. But I had it in my head, mate, when I had the operation that um, that I, I thought I was done. The the doc said that I was going to have to get my ankle fused um, within a couple of years, and I was only twenty six, I think twenty five or twenty six, so. Um, that would have been the end of the footy. Um, so I, I sort of made my mind up in my head that, that this was going to be the last year. Um, so, yeah, I think I played the last couple of games. I might have, I think I might have got recorded the last game, actually, um, and copped one or two weeks for maybe striking Brett Kirk, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and that, was, um, that was the end, mate. I was done. I was ready to move back home to Shepparton. And... Um, you know, I liked Melbourne, but I wasn't a city boy. I was a country boy, so I was, I was pretty keen to get back. And pretty much, yeah, not long after, you know, had the Mad Mondays, had a few drinks with the boys and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I was, I was ready to come home. So within five games, you had three different coaches. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a couple of other players. I think Jason Cripps had three in three. It was a few, few players that was a bit... Like that had a bit of a change over there, but how, how did you find, I guess, the differences in them? Like Stan, yeah. we know, was reasonably intense. Timmy yep. was probably a bit more like just sat back, um, was probably kind of learning the game at yeah. the time, but the coaching game, and then GT, no coaching mm. experience prior, and just came into it. What was the sort of? How did you find each one differently towards yourself, or the way they ran their game? Yeah, obviously they were all very different. Um, when I was at North, I had Rodney Eade as well. So um, we all know that Rocket um, has handed out a few sprays, which I which I copped as a young fella as well. Um, and Rocket was probably not too much different than than what Stan was. Stan was very passionate and very intense. Um, you know, we used to meditate before games and and before training and stuff like that. Um, and then. Um, you know, a bit, a bit of a shock. It honestly, was when when Stan left because we, you know, we made the grand final and all that sort of stuff. And um, obviously, you know, I was a bit younger, so I wasn't in that sort of leadership group who that probably knew a bit more than me. I was just one of the young players trying to get a kick. Um, and then Watto comes in. You know, Timmy had some good assistants with him. He had Andy Collins was an assistant. Um, geez, I, 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 who was that? Alistair Clarkson. Yeah, Alistair Clarkson. Sorry, no, Alistair Clarkson. He was my captain at North Melbourne as well when I played in the reserves. Oh. <laughs> um, so we had some. If you look at them boys now, you know, Alistair's obviously done what he's done. He was. Um, mm. He brought a little bit of a different thing to the game. Um, 
but yeah, when I was a new new coach, you know, he's just stepped out of the media and first time coach, but he he gave me a lot of support and you know encouragement to probably seen something in me that he liked and would you know try to utilize a little bit. Um, so he was he was good for me. I had no um, dramas with Tim. You know, he's pretty still pretty hard man as well, but obviously he was a lot calmer than Stan. Um, and then yeah, Blighty. You know, there's a lot of stories about Blighty. He was a different. Different, very different. Man. Um, you know, he, he I, I reckon you've heard that we did, we never got the footies out before Christmas. So it was just running, um, and that was honestly probably one of my hardest pre seasons I've done. Um, you know, the one K time trials and stuff like that. And you know, that his saying was, if you couldn't beat your time after Christmas that you done before Christmas, you'd keep training and running, and you wouldn't touch the balls. Um, and I'd, I'll give you one guess. There was a bloke who you would never guess who was one of them boys who was still running after Christmas. Um, <laughs> that was Robert Harvey. <laughs> so he, he he didn't get his time. Jeez. That he's, yeah. But but in saying that, there was blokes like Peter Everett who were pretty switched on and yeah. before Christmas run a little bit slower. Unless so <laughs> he, he beat his time easy. So Harv's actually ended up doing another week or two weeks of just running by himself to try and get his time. So that was, um, that was halves. Yeah. <laughs> and Brody always had his Thursdays off. I think Thursdays was golf day. <laughs> so we played golf and, and we'd be there training, but um, he was a very, obviously very switched on coach. He was a teacher. He, he tried to teach the basics of footy, you know, you know, kick, just even kicking the footy and marking the footy and getting the body in the right position and all that sort of stuff. So, well, I just think he probably wasn't the right mix for us at that stage. You know, there was a big fanfare about it um, and it didn't last, mate. So there's <laughs> not much about that. And look, Grant, um, obviously he was in my last year. So I didn't, and I was injured a fair bit. So I didn't play many games under Grant, I don't think. But he was he was pretty intense as well. And it, he started all the, you know, that culture with, you know, when Rewalt and, um, Kaziski and, and a few of them boys started getting there, um, you know, Goddard and them boys. So I didn't get to play with Brendan, but I was there when Nick Rewalt and Cozzy had their first year. So, um, yeah, and, you know, that's when we had Fraser Gary come over and Aaron Hamill was there, a few older heads, but um, just didn't seem to work for us. Final one from me. Um, obviously, you had the soccer background and um, obviously branched into to footy. How much did you use because I actually feel there's a pretty good transition between the two in terms of the skill set, strangely enough. But how much yeah. did you use it as a player and how much even as a coach did you sort of blend the two of them together? And, and do you watch much AFL these days or has it been more local footy? Yeah, um, I, lo- I, I love watching the footy. Um, we've got, I've got a few boys, a few young boys that I know from Shep that are, that are playing at some different clubs down there. So Probably this year has been I've been probably down four or five times to watch some AFL games, which I haven't been able to do for a long time. Um, I've got a couple of mates that are coaching down local footy down in Shep, so you know I tend to go and watch them and sit there and have a few beers. And um, but um, yeah, look, I, I, soccer was my main sport. So um, look, I didn't really think about stuff when I played. It was it was probably more on instinct. You know, I was. I think soccer, you've got to be pretty balanced. Um, I think that was something that I took into the footy. Um, you know, I was balanced. I could kick, you know, left and right foot. Um, 
handballed either side, it sort of didn't make a difference to me. I think that's what helped, you know, I would say soccer into the footy that I could go both ways. Um, but, yeah, um, obviously, yeah, like I said, I, I watch pretty much every game of footy now on TV. Um, watch the Saints every game. Um, yeah, I just enjoy watching it. Look, footy's changed a lot from five years ago to 10 years ago to, to when we played back in, you know, in the 90s. Um, I'd still like to think that the, the late 90s was the best footy going around. It was tough and, um, you know, the boys, was, it was starting to get, you know, full-time sort of footy um, in the late 90s. Um, some things now I don't like to, to watch, you know, getting suspended for tackling people and just little things like that that sort of irritates me a little bit. But I still enjoy watching um, the good sides play, especially. love watching Collingwood play at the moment. Um, and the Saints earlier in the year, you know, they were flying. I love watching them, just the way they were hitting the footy and defending and um, playing for each other. So, yeah, love watching it. Now, this year's the 150th year, St Kilda. Everyone we've had come on this year, we've basically asked them, to, to you, what is St Kilda? What, a, a word, a a moment, a, anything that's basically, if someone said to you, what is St Kilda? Yeah. To you, what is St Kilda Football Club? I would say loyal. Um, just loyal in every facet of the the game, as in you know, spectators, as in players, um, especially from my day. You know, some of the players we had, you know, the, the Fab Four, they used to call the boys, um, you know, Stewie Lowe and Robert Harvey and and Berkey and, and Nicky Wimmer. Um, I'm sure, and I know that they've said it, the offers that they would have got to go to other clubs and probably win grand finals um, and for them not to go and, and stay at a club like St Kilda, who obviously only won the one grand final, um, a struggling sort of suburban club, um, but always fighters, mate. Like we had some bad years, but the supporters were always there. Um, I, I, I went down to Moorabbin, I think last year, I took my kids down there just for a little look around and, it changed so much. I didn't know where I was walking, and you know, I walked into the um, into one of the rooms there, and, and Georgie Day was there, and you know she was back back around when I was there, and I think there's a couple of trainers that are still there. I just think it's yeah, just loyal. That's what I, that's what I would say, and, and passionate about their club, no matter what. You know they don't drop off like some Richmond supporters or the Carlton supporters, <laughs> or you know club like that. They're there through the thick and thin, which so. Uh, um, yeah, it was a great six or seven years of my life down there, for sure. And you gave plenty of great memories too, mate. Thank you uh, for for joining us. It was uh, it's been great, as you say. A lot of our guests have probably channeled into that '90s period, so maybe subconsciously we think it's the best era of footy as well. But uh, thanks for uh, for jumping on with us this week. No worries, boys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 